This scripture is from John 2nd, 1 through 11. On the third day, there was a wedding in the Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine, was give, when the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, we, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what concern is that to you and me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they did. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn it, drawn the water knew, the steward call, called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests had become drunk. But, it, you, have, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and relieved his glory, and his disciples believed him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I'm so appreciative of Andrew. I was um, having a little trouble finding a liturgist this morning, so I um, asked him like two minutes before worship, and he did it. He did a good job. Will you pray with me? Holy God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Have you heard that before? <laughs> Apparently, it's a proverb that has Polish origins. Although in my, you know, frantic Google search, I couldn't find more about it other than the saying is readily available on t-shirts, mugs, tea towels, welcome mats for the front door, basically anything you would want the saying printed onto, you can buy it. It's a saying that basically means, I'm not getting dragged into this drama or into this issue. And the reason I'm bringing it up this morning well, because if Jesus had been a millennial, then maybe the scriptures would have quoted him saying to his mom, not my circus, not my monkeys. Because that's what he seems to be saying to Mary on that day when this crowd of people is gathered at Cana for a wedding and the wine runs out. She mentions it to Jesus, hey, They've run out of wine. And he replies to his mother, Woman, why are you trying to involve me? My time has not yet come. In essence, lady, not my circus, not my monkeys. A pretty strange way to respond to the person who, blessed by God, gave birth to you in a smelly room with only animals as company, Sir Jesus. 
sorry. As a mother of teenage and young adult males, this story gets me all riled up and makes me want to sit all boys down and give them a stern talking to. Don't call your mother woman. This is the third sermon in a series of self-care sermons entitled Care Like Christ, Learning to Love God, Ourselves, and Others. And today, the little post-it note that we're putting on the mirror to remember is connect with others. Connect with others. But maybe with today's scripture, we should amend the title to connect with others whether you want to or not. A big part of the idea of contemporary focus of self-care is individual. Taking care of yourself. Take a bubble bath. Take a walk. Take a break. And all of those things are valid. Don't get me wrong. There's an important balance. If you are only focused on the things that make you feel good or make you forget your troubles, it's possible you'll stay in that place and become wrapped up in only the things you want. It's a tricky tightrope walk between taking care of yourself and becoming completely self-absorbed. Now, as we consider today's story, we could say that Jesus is simply drawing boundaries. For instance, when he calls his mother woman, which is an unusual way to address one's own mother, says the New Interpreter's Bible, it creates distance between Jesus and his mother by playing down their familial relation. It recalls Jesus' words in Mark 3.33, who are my mother and my brothers? Maybe there's some boundaries Jesus is trying to connect here. And the expression translated, what concern is that to you and me, is a formula of disengagement, not rudeness. It was actually a common expression in the Semitic world. Jesus is trying to disengage, not be a part of the story, distance himself from this drama at this wedding. And sometimes this is valid self-care. To distance yourself from a toxic coworker or an abusive relative. There are definitely healthy boundaries that should be set up. In the book Boundaries, have you read this before? A lot of people have. By Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, the authors encourage people to be responsible for themselves. And they explain that sometimes we take on the responsibility of others but that benefits the other and not necessarily ourselves. 
They write, problems arise when boundaries of responsibility are confused. We are to love one another, not be one another. I can't feel your feelings for you. I can't think for you. I can't behave for you. I can't work through the disappointment that limits bring for you. In short, I can't grow for you. Only you can. Likewise, you can't grow for me. The biblical mandate for our own personal growth is continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. You are responsible for yourself. I am responsible for myself. This is good and healthy thinking, an important learning, especially for people like me, who are natural helpers, any more of those out there, and want to make things good and right for all people. But that very rarely, very rarely, if ever, works. You tried to learn a lesson for somebody else? Yeah. So boundaries are good and healthy. Yes, you should be aware of what you are responsible for yourself, and what others are responsible for themselves. And when you feel that you're getting sucked into feeling like you're responsible for someone else's emotions or reactions or behaviors, it is time to consider boundaries. But in our scripture story today, there is nothing that tells us that Jesus is in a situation in which he is needing to draw boundaries around a toxic relationship. He is simply leaning back, happy to be a part of the scenery, saying, not my circus, not my monkeys, lady. Bell Hooks, an American author and professor and social advocate and um, feminist who actually sadly died in December this last year, once wrote, I am often struck by the dangerous narcissism fostered by spiritual rhetoric that pays so much attention to the individual self-improvement and so little to the practice of love within the context of community. I found a recorded conversation, actually, between Bell Hooks and Thich Nhat Hanh, who sadly passed away this last week. And Thich Nhat Hanh said, so the question, they're talking about how to build a loving community. And he says, so the question is whether we are practicing loving ourselves. Because loving ourselves means loving our community. When we are capable of loving ourselves, nourishing ourselves properly, not intoxicating ourselves, we are already protecting and nourishing society. Because in the moment when we are able to smile, to look at ourselves with compassion, our world begins to change. It's a tricky tightrope we walk between considering what self-care is and becoming totally self-absorbed. 
And the thing is, as people of faith, we don't get to write others off as less important of our time or not worth our effort. We do not get to look aloof upon people of color hurting because of systematic racism and say, not my circus. We do not get to hear about people without homes being displaced over and over and over again and say, not my circus. We don't get to see some people picket in the streets just to receive a living wage and safe working conditions and drive by with a not my circus wave. I believe if Jesus could be changed by his mother kind of rolling her eyes at him and turning to the stewards and just say, do whatever he tells you to do. If he could realize that sometimes you've got to step up, even when you don't want to, then we can too. It is a spiritual imperative that we claim the circus and look upon others as our fellow human beings. Not in a way that diminishes ourselves, but enhances all of us in the process. Because this is God's world, and we are all God's children. I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.